0: this week's Adam Schefter podcast, we are joined by free agent running back DeMarco Murray, who at the outset of free agency visited Detroit, Seattle, and Miami. Didn't sign with any of those teams and since then has had multiple conversations with multiple teams. But today, his conversation with us. What's it like to be a few weeks out from training camp and not know where you're going to be playing this season? It's fine. It's fine. I've done a great job at keeping myself in
1: shape throughout the course of the off season, And for me, um, I've had a lot of time to reflect on the next opportunity that I want to take advantage over and, and go from there. But obviously a few weeks out, not knowing the team that I'll, I'll be a part of, it's, it's fine with me. But anything can happen. Anything can change in the span of seconds, weeks and days. So I'm just always preparing myself mentally and physically to be ready to go.
0: Demarco, you talk about reflecting on the type of opportunity that you want. What is it that you do want? For me, going into my eighth year, it's all about a
1: championship opportunity, and I've been to the playoffs two out of seven years, and always thinking that once you get in, you'll always be back. But it's a hard league to to be a part of, and it's very it's very hard to get back to the to the playoffs and not not being able to do that and be a part of it last year with my team. It was hard, but at the end of the day, injuries happened, and I was unfortunately, you know, not ready, not physically ready to do that. But for me, it's all about having the right opportunity with coaching staff, players, and a group of guys that are, are right there on the cusp of, of you know, winning that championship. And, and you never know. You never know. No one thought Philly was going to be the Super Bowl champion, you know, speaking – in in july this time last year so you never know what the opportunity can can entail but it's all about a group of guys just working hard and trying to figure it out and get things get things going
0: you knew some of those guys in philly what did you think of them winning the world championship
1: yeah i did i did still talk to a lot of them darren sproles zach Ertz, um lane johnson um a lot of respect for that organization how he did a great job at revamping the roster and and, um, you know, no, nothing but respect for those guys. I, I enjoyed my year there, and it was great. It was great. A lot of just young, young, hardworking guys that do things the right way. And for the city of Philadelphia, I thought they deserved it. And, you know, they're behind those guys 1,000 percent, no matter what the scenario is. So for them to win that, I know there's a lot of happy people around that organization.
0: You bring up the Eagles general manager, Howie Roseman, would you ever be open to the idea of going back to Philly if they had an interest in Marco? Spend,
1: spending the year there, I think um, it was fun. It was fun. Like I said, things did not go accordingly. And it didn't go um, the way that I envisioned or or what they envisioned. But yeah. I think that ship has kind of sailed and, yeah. and went on for, for both sides. And, and I was fortunate to, like I said, have a great relationship with Howie and, and Jeff and, and those guys. And, you know, for me and for them, I think we both just needed a clear mind, a, a new scenery, and I was I was grateful that they granted me that wish, and and we were able to make something happen with the trade to to the Titans. And and like I said, it's been it's been a, a great great career for myself. It's obviously them winning the Super Bowl last year. I text those guys immediately congratulating them, and it was just great to watch them and see the looks on their
0: faces. You mentioned that you're not going the way that you or they expected. What did you learn? that year about the NFL life in the NFL
1: it's a hard game you know you can't live off things that you did in the past you have to always be prepared to um be ready to play and be ready to go through any challenges and that was kind of my first challenge for me to take a look back sit back on the sidelines and and share share cares with Darren share carries with Ryan Matthews at the time two great running backs and It was a different offense for me. It was an offense that I've never been a part of, but it was something that, for me, not having the individual success and the team success, it was something that I look back and, you know, the game is short. The game is so short-lived that you have to take every opportunity and and run with it, no matter what it is, no matter if it's one carry here or 20 carries. You never know when you'll get that next opportunity. So, for me, sitting back at, at, at that year two years ago, it was a defining moment. Just to hey, st- stay the course, continue to work hard. I never changed my preparation. I never, you never made it about me. Never soaked and got mad at people. I just looked in the mirror, simply, and and how can I get better? How can I use this opportunity? No matter what it is, no matter if it's a carry or a play here, and and be the best I can be. And for me, it, it was able. I was able to take a look, take a closer look to see how how
0: important the game really means to me. DeMarco, if we go back, in 2014, you basically set the Cowboys single-season rushing record with 1,845 rushing yards. And I know that football players don't pay attention to fantasy football, but a lot of us do. And over the last five seasons, you are third amongst running backs in fantasy points with 1,258 behind only Le'Veon Bell and LeSean McCoy. You, You turned 30 years old in February. How much football do you have left? Because there's a lot of people who feel like when running backs get to 30, they hit a certain wall. Where do you feel like you are at physically in terms of that perception that exists out there? Physically, I
1: feel fine. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I feel great. Um, It's been great for me to not be on the team for the offseason only because I've been able to take a step back. I had a couple of hamstrings last year. And I've been able to spend a lot of time with my family, reflect on my career, reflect on what I want to do in the future and, and figure out, hey, what's my next steps? What do I want to do? And and for me, I've been able to do that, spend a lot of time with my family, travel and kind of get away from football a little bit and clear my mind, so to speak. So I feel great. And, and I know the threshold for running backs when you turn a certain age and people start to question whether you can be the same dominant player that you can be, but I think it's all an individual case. And for me, I've, I've always taken great care of my body. I've always done things the right way on and off the field and maintained a, a great eating habit and workout habit to make sure that I'm ready to withstand a, a grueling NFL season. So, um, it's, I think it's all individually based and I feel great mentally, physically and emotionally to, you know, carry it on.
0: You mentioned the travel. Where did you travel to this off season?
1: A lot of places.
0: A lot of places. I was in.
1: Uh, went to. I was in Germany. I went to. Just actually got back from Cabo with Romo, um, and a lot of Dallas, New York, and obviously back home to Las Vegas to spend time with my family and and things that you don't really get a, a chance to do because you're training, you're in OTAs and things of that nature, and and I've been able just to. reflect on on just my career and things that I want to do moving forward and and trying to just I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old so spending time with with those two has been great for me because I obviously don't get to spend as much time if you're in if you're in um, the football mode of
0: things the four and two-year-old came to Germany and Cabo with the Romo family as well or they were left behind
1: they were left behind on those two trips.
0: <laughs> they were left behind but but, but they, they got a chance to go to the Bahamas
1: and, and, and do that deal so they, they enjoyed themselves.
0: Was it was it you and your wife and Tony and his wife in Cabo? Who joined there on that Romo trip in Cabo?
1: Yes, yes, it was my wife, uh, Candice, and Romo, about four or five of the couple, so it was great. It was great as a yearly trip that I've I've never been able to do because I'm always travelling doing marketing and things like that so i kind of took a step back to just spend time with my family and have a little bit more fun and and i was able to make it this time and we had a blast we had a blast out there being able to play a lot of ping pong watch the games or watching the final games and it was just a great great job of obviously rumble putting together everything putting together the house and, and making sure everyone's feeling comfortable just the kind of guy he is making sure that Everyone's having fun, and and we we definitely had a great time and enjoyed ourselves.
0: Oh, so the quarterback was the activity planner for the entire trip to Cabo.
1: He did, he did. That that's a good arrangement. He's there. pretty good. I uh, know he does a great job. He does a great. Job. Um, the only thing that he can do better is, is actually being the DJ. He's not the best DJ, so. Um, <laughs> but but I gave him a few. I gave him a few few music selections that hopefully in the in the future that he'll 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 recommend. Like what? i'm a big drake fan i'm a big i'm a huge huge drake and journey fan so i was able to take over the ipod one night and turned on some journey turned on some drake turned on some Katy perry a little cole swindell and kind of definitely changed the scenery around a lot a lot there's a lot more smiles on people's faces <laughs> rather than oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you heard drake's new songs yet
1: I did, I did. I spent the whole day listening to them, I believe Saturday or Friday, the album came out, and I mean, he's great.
0: He's a great artist, very, very talented, and I was, I was happy to, that he finally came out with some good jams. And, and Drake's got a child of his own right now. What <laughs> would you tell him about being a father?
1: Should have a lot of patience, my man. Have a lot of patience. Enjoy it. Um, for me, I have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old little boy, so my son is a little bit more like me he's more more chill more he's more prone to do his own things and sit in the corner watch his ipad play with his toys but my daughter is full-blown attention like my wife needs to talk to you all day long so just have a lot of patience have a lot of patience and able to dress up as a king as a as a queen sometimes and let her paint your fingernails and, and, and do that have,
0: have a lot of fun with it <laughs> we'll be back in a moment with more of my conversation with demarco murray but first i want to talk to you about ZipRecruiter. recruiter hiring is challenging But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash ASP. ZipRecruiter sends your job opening to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash A-S-P. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash A-S-P. /asp. ZipRecruiter.com slash A-S-P. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now, you mentioned you spent a lot of time thinking about your future. What do you envision that your future is like when you're done playing football? Whether that's in a couple of years or whenever it might be.
1: Eventually, I, I want to, you know, get it, get into broadcasting. And I've always been a fan of obviously you and a lot of guys who do it and talk about football. Football's been a, a part of my life since I was seven, eight years old. So. For me, I've always been a fan of the game. I've I've always enjoyed talking about it. I've always enjoyed watching it. And having the opportunity to eventually get into broadcast would be great.
0: It would be a blessing for me.
1: So hopefully I can have that opportunity.
0: Well, thank you for those comments. Have you talked to anybody about that and done anything to kind of enhance the chances or begin to pave the road to go into that industry, that field?
1: I've done some things beyond the scenes that, that's given me an opportunity to eventually um, walk, through, walk that path. And um, for me, it's all about right now just working out, clearing my mind, making sure that I'm in the best shape that I can possibly be in. But at the same time, you always have to have a plan B just in case things don't work out or just in case you decide to do something else. So for me, um, I've, I've done some things behind the scenes that will give me a opportunity, hopefully.
0: You know, I think if you have the star in your helmet, you have a path into broadcasting. See Tony Romo, see Jason Witten. Did either of those guys offer you any advice or pointers about what you might want to do to get ready for a field like that whenever you're done playing? DeMarco?
1: Yes. Uh, two great guys, two great friends of mine. And obviously, Romo did an unbelievable job last year. And I believe Jason will do the same thing this upcoming season. Um, for me, uh, I those, those are two great friends of mine and... and I believe those guys will do well, and we, we speak and, and talk all the time, probably once or twice a week if we can. Uh, you know, they're always giving me advice on, on different scenarios and different things, and, and I'm always taking it because obviously they've done a great job as as players. Rumble's done as analysts, fathers, just even outside the game. So for me, whenever I can have an opportunity to speak with those guys and learn learn from the things that they've done and that they will do in the future. It's always something that I take to heart and it's always something, some
0: advice that I'll definitely use and try to um, use to my ability. That's for another day broadcasting, of course. Do you have any sense at all as to where you could end up this season right now?
1: I've had a lot of discussions with four or five teams that I feel that will, will be a great fit for me. It's all about being transparent and and for me I'm not looking to lead the league in rushing yards. Obviously I would work and do everything to give me opportunity to do that, but it's all about just like I said, having an opportunity to get to the playoffs, having an opportunity to win a championship and, and being around a great group of guys, being around a great group of coaches staff that Want to compete and, and learn and, and have fun. And at the end of the day, it's all about winning. And I've always been of the mindset that winning comes first and winning cures everything. So if I could have all those things meet up in one and we can all come together and make it work, then, um, we could, we can do that. But I'm not going to throw any teams out there. There's, like I said, four or five teams that I've been constantly talking to over the course of the off season and hopefully we can all figure out something and, and get an agreement down before camp.
0: So four or five teams that you have spoken to, we'll leave the specific teams out of it, but what has prevented a deal from getting done to this place? Is it just simply money, or is it something else, DeMarco?
1: No, I wouldn't say it has anything to do with money for me. Like I said, I didn't want to go into the offseason and and do the OTAs. I wanted to give myself a full time of recovery. Like I said, dealing with some hamstrings, I had a knee at the end of the year last year, and and... I wanted to physically and emotionally mentally prepare myself for this upcoming season and getting back with my trainer from Vegas, having one-on-one workouts with them, and really not having an off-season. Obviously, I haven't been able to do the team activities, but I've been working out since the season ended because I've been having a rehab in January, early February. Then when I got over the knee March, April, May, I was working out and Doing things as if I was on the team. Doing things as if I was on the team and trying to prepare myself mentally and physically to take the next step. So I just wanted to sit back, relax, spend more time with my family, clear my mind. It was a long, long season for me last year, playing 16 games, 14 of them injured, and it was wow. just a hard, hard, hard year for me mentally and. and just taking a step back, I needed, I needed to
0: just relax and spend time with my family and figure out what I wanted to do next. So, after you missed Week 17 in both playoff games with that knee injury, it sounds like the knee and the hamstrings are all good and you are physically, fully ready to go wherever you do wind up?
1: That's accurate. Physically, mentally, mostly ready to go. And, and hopefully in the next coming weeks, I'll be able to make that decision.
0: And how confident are you that when training camp gets underway that you'll be on a roster at that point or shortly thereafter?
1: I'm confident. Like I said, the teams that I've spoken to and, and the place that I see myself in in the coming weeks, I think, it's going to be, I think it's going to be great for me and the team. It's all about being transparent and being open and, and honest with each other. And I think I've been able to do that throughout the course of my career. And I think the people that I've been talking to we, we, we're on the same page.
0: Oh, so wait, so if I'm hearing this correctly, DeMarco, you're talking to four or five teams, but you do think you're going to wind up in a certain spot, whatever that spot is? I believe so. I believe so. Um, it's all about making the right opportunity.
1: For me, I've, there's been teams that have reached out and I wasn't interested in just because the opportunity wasn't there as far as the winning capabilities and 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 vice versa, you know. So it's it's all about it's all about just the championship mindset, having a chance to make the playoffs and and going somewhere where I know I can compete and help. Whether it's a great running back
0: there, a young running back there, or a veteran running back there, it's all about working together and trying to
1: compete and get to the ultimate goal.
0: Last year, you played with Derrick Henry. What do you envision for Derrick Henry this upcoming season and in his NFL future? Yeah.
1: I think Derek's a smart guy. He's a, he's a fast guy, very physical, athletic. And now that I'm not there, I, I think he could hone in on, on being the guy. And, and if they use him the, the right way and if he can consistently be the every down back, I think he has a great future, a bright future. And and the the Titans are a great team, great organization. And, and Marcus is uh, going into his fourth year. So with with him having – played three years and knowing obviously is a new offense but going through the offseason I think they're going to simplify things for him a little bit and let him be the quarterback and let him kind of take charge so I think Derek will be great if they can continue to run the ball well and, and you know protect the quarterback I, I think they'll be fine
0: and what kind of quarterback how good do you think Mariota can be in time DeMarco I think he'll be great obviously he, he was a young guy when I was there
1: second- and third-year player, but he took strides every every week, every year to better himself. He's a guy that works hard every single day he comes in. If he can be a little bit more vocal and really take charge of the offense, I think he's going to be great. You know, a lot of guys in that locker room love him. They respect him. He works hard. He's there every single day, putting in the hours and putting in the work. If he can really just just be more vocal and take charge of that offense, I think I think it's going to be great
0: couple of other questions before I let you go that tie back to your past but you talked about you have an idea of where you might wind up wherever that is any predictions or ideas where your former teammate Dez Bryant might wind up
1: you know that's 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 a tough question I think Dez is an unbelievable player and, and it's surprising that he's not on a team now um, but I think he's doing the same thing that I am he's waiting and being patient to make sure that all the Pieces and the puzzles are almost complete until he makes his final decision to make sure that you know there's, it's a championship team and it's a team that wants him and, and that he wants to be a part of. And I mean, I've heard rumors about the Titans. Uh, I think it would be a great fit in that locker room, a great fit for that team. And and obviously they have some young players and and Corey Davis in Taiwan and you got Rashard Matthews. I think you know that that would be a great receiving core that that, you know, can do some special things in the AFC South.
0: Hmm. That would be interesting. And then having played in both Dallas and Philadelphia, what is the difference in those two fan bases?
1: Um, the difference is they both love you. <laughs> they, they both love you when you're with them, and they both hate you when you're not. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, For me, for me, it's a – I love playing for Dallas. Obviously, my, my – being drafted as a cowboy going to Oklahoma, then being drafted two hours up the road. It was, it was a blessing. It was a dream come true to, to spend four years there. And, and to this day, I mean, they're the most die hard fans. They're the most, you know, they're, they, they always love you no matter what, no matter what the situation is, they always love you. So I respect that about them And Philly. Um, I, I enjoy, I was there for a short year, but when I, when I was there, it felt great. It felt great to, the, put on the, the Philly uniform and just to hear the wars and the screams and not to be booed um, like I was when I was in Dallas but it, it was it was a great it was a great um, it was a great four years in Dallas great year in, in, in Philly as far as the fan bases are concerned and and, and I, I enjoyed it and I enjoy I still hear a lot from the fans whenever I go to the cities or obviously through social media so uh, I got a lot of respect for both organizations
0: what about the idea of finishing up in Dallas? I don't know if it's important for you to be the the bell cow as you've been at certain points in your career, or whether you would be fine backing up a guy like Ezekiel Elliott. How would you feel about something like that?
1: I think that's similar to the Philadelphia thing. I think that, yep. that ship is kind of sailed. Yeah, <laughs> um, like okay. I, four four years of being there was great, and and, and still have some good friends. Tyron Smith, Sean Lee is one of my one of my best friends on the team. But I think. It wouldn't feel right being there without Romo, Whitney, and dad So, for me, I think that ship has sailed failed as well.
0: I could take 30 more guesses as to where you might wind up, but I'm not going to waste your time doing that, DeMarco. <laughs> I'm going to thank you for the time that you've given us today. I'm going to actually wait to see where you do wind up, and I wish you the best of luck for the upcoming 2018 season, wherever that may take you.
1: Adam, I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much.
0: DeMarco, it is my pleasure. Good luck, and we will be in touch.
1: All right, sounds good.